Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation, I'm talking with Jan Hilditch, co-director and support at Nest Autism and Disability Service, a mother of three who's walked the path of parenting children with additional needs. She has a wealth of knowledge and experience in the disability, early childhood, and education sectors. In our conversation, Jen shares ways to organize paperwork and appointments, especially useful for families with chronic illness or NDIS plans. She also shares ways for parents to take care of their mental health while navigating health and disability services. This interview is a video recording that you can also watch on YouTube. So let's jump into this Simply Happy guest conversation with Jen. I am so excited today on the podcast, Simply Happy Conversations, to have Jen Hilditch, the co-director and support of Autism Nest Autism Disability Services. So welcome, Jen. It's so lovely to have you. Thanks, Narelle. I'm so happy that you invited me to take part in this um, opportunity. Oh, no, thank you. We have to have you on because you've got such a wealth of experience and knowledge in both um, disabilities as well as early intervention and early childhood as well. So it's so great to have you on because I get questions all the time around um, supporting an organisation and steps that families can take. So it's, yes, it'll be great to have unpack some of these for people who are listening. So maybe start and tell us something that people maybe don't know about you or something something you like to do in your free time, Jen? Oh, so many things. (laughs) Free time is so rare. How do I fit all my interests in? Um, I love hiking with friends. It's a great social and active opportunity um, to connect. Something that someone doesn't know about me, um, I make my own jewelry. That's part of one of the things that I really love. Uh, It takes my mind off of the stressors of the day or stressors of being a carer um, and parent. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I'm sure it's like that flow time for you. So you just get lost in the moment. Absolutely. Yep. And do you do it by yourself or is it with other people in the family? Yeah, sometimes I do it by myself. Sometimes I do it with the kids. Um, and sometimes I have friends over and we practice making or playing with um, the materials and see what we come up with. Beautiful. And I've had the privilege of hiking with you on weekends, which is so lovely to get out <laughs> in nature. And um, maybe then you can talk about our, your business. So Nest and how it came about. So you started obviously at the start of this year, but um, there's a journey that's behind that story. Absolutely. Gosh, what a journey. So as a mom with um, now three children with additional needs and three children with NDIS plans, um, well, I suppose it's appropriate to rewind about eight years when we when we had everyone diagnosed and kind of started walking the path toward financial support um, external to our family. We got into NDIS for the first two really easily. But once we were onto the NDIS scheme, we had no idea where to from there. We had a few therapists in our corner already, but NDIS was brand new and they didn't even know how to navigate the system either. So it was just the blind leading the blind. It was not an easy 
easy um, process for us. So that's kind of where the idea for the business actually started. This has to be easier. I just wanted, as a parent, you've got enough stressors in your life and wanting to do the right thing by your kids. What I wanted at that time was for someone to grab my hand, say, this is the way to go. This is what you're doing next. And then, you know, I felt like life would be sorted, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. that was kind of the idea behind the business now, eight years later, eight, eight years of accessing um, funding. So now that's that's what we do. We kind of grab the hands of parents who have either been ill-supported or had no support, lead them to NDIS through those processes. And our priority is capacity building for parents so they can navigate the NDIS system well. Beautiful. And so do you think, like, was there that support back eight years ago? I don't feel there was that support. I felt the therapists that we had on our team at the time were doing the best that they could. And they were beautiful people, really knowledgeable in their niche specialties. But when it came to NDIS, I didn't feel there was, um, yeah, I didn't feel there was adequate support for parents. It was almost like, boom, here's your funding package. Off you go, darling. Yeah. And there was no communication from the LAC. Now, this is my personal experience. I hope that other people have had different experiences. Um, but the clients who we support have had, they're still years and years on, still having the same experience. You know, they're dropped into this pool to flounder really without being taught how to access or navigate other services. So maybe go into a little bit more detail about the support that Ness provides and other similar organizations. Um, sure. To help families. Sure. So, so Nest is a boutique service provider. We have a very small team of support coordinators as well as disability support workers and peer mentors. So support coordination is really about looking at the NDIS plan for your child, breaking it down, defining what the different parts mean, and looking at how the budgets that you've been afforded through NDIS how they can be flexible and used in different ways to support your child at the time they need them. When it comes to disability support work, those support workers can work with your child. It's almost like a habit coach. Some companies have habit coaches. Some companies have um, support workers. And we look at the goals in the child's plan, um, as well as the personal goals within the family. So it might be increasing independence in daily routines. What does that look like? Is it getting dressed on their own? Is it preparing their cereal on their own? Maybe for older kids, it's independently managing medication with supervision or, you know, a number of different things. Maybe it's riding a bike. Maybe it's help with those independent daily living skills. So doing those responsibilities within the home, maybe there are education responsibilities, heaps of things. So anything that the child requires beyond what is usually needing assistance for a peer, his or her same age. Yeah. And I think that's that's the key part, isn't it? The same age, because I'm just thinking of my own child. Yeah, you, you would expect by 10 that you can use a knife and fork generally. Um, that's not going to happen for us. And it's taking a lot of time. And and that wasn't our primary goal. It's sort of, there's always something else. So it's like put that goal later and coming back to it now. And it's now that he wants to go to people's houses and out for dinner that a 10 year old it doesn't look right to be eating with your fingers and hands all the time is it yeah really experiencing the food yeah yeah. Yeah. so so yeah I think that's one of the key things isn't it I find
find when I'm talking to people in regards to goals and NDIS goals is um, is around it's that age appropriate what we'd expect for that particular age, whereas it's going to be a lot, um, maybe a lot older for a child with additional needs, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's important to highlight that there is a difference between support workers who are really well practiced at working toward goals, working with your therapy team to look at what those goals are and how you can work together to support the child to meet those goals and a peer mentor, which is much more a casual sort of relationship. You know, you might be accessing community practicing. So you're still practicing those social skills that often come more difficultly, difficultly to our children with additional needs, but we're accessing community maybe we're going out for a cup of hot chocolate and we're learning to negotiate the the purchase with the shopkeeper or something like this but on the walk to the shop you're also having a chat with someone who doesn't you know they they don't have you know that therapy really part of things in their mind it's just to be there build confidence and really provide that mentoring friendship mm. because I'm sure there's some of your clients there'd be a few that really struggle that that's one of their goals is around the social emotional learning isn't it definitely and the more practice we can have um the more efficient we and apt we are at communicating yeah yeah definitely so have you got some top tips that you'd like to share around organization it could be around an ndis plan but it could also be um family that has children with um some sort of chronic illness as well because there's so many appointments that you have and there's and just the paperwork which I work a lot with clients on how to organize the paperwork but also from you and from your um, aspect I'd love to hear your tips oh <laughs> which any family could really did. use <laughs> I don't know <laughs> there's so many facets that we could that we could incorporate here I think um, for me as a person who manages multiple plans within our family I really like having one folder per child, per plan. So as an example, I might have a folder like this. Now this one I've blocked out, but I would have the name, the NDIS plan number and the plan dates below that. On the inside of that folder, I'll actually have a bunch of little A4 page protectors. And in each of those, I might have one for reports. I might have one for the plan. I might have one for receipts if you're self-managing or or have, um, yeah, I want to keep track of things that way. I think that's the easiest way for me. It keeps things nice and tidy. So that's one part of it. And that I, just- I was going to just add to that. So one of the things yeah, that I teach do. clients is to also have it in like a magazine style um, folder. So it's upright because if we stack them on top, we're encouraging people to create piles. And we don't want to make piles. So you know, there's magazine style um, folders that you can get and then just, it. yeah. So then they're upright um, instead of lying down flat. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Just, just I after that. do that as well. I do not go well with the piles of things and the magazine style you can kind of flick through mm, yeah. and get to what you need to get to quicker. That's a great tip. So when it comes to organizing your week, having multiple kids in the family with appointments and perhaps you've got appointments for yourself, for your partner, maybe you have special interests that you're exploring for yourself as well. How does it all fit into a week without then getting to the weekend, falling in a heap and just feeling like you know, that that sense of overwhelm, um, crashing, I call it. We don't want to crash at the end of the week. 
So what I find works for our family and for a lot of our clients is to break the day into halves. So you might have one morning appointment, one afternoon appointment, and please plan some kind of self-care in between those appointments. You might have to choose, pick a child up from school, transport them to an appointment, transport them back to school. Now's an opportunity to throw a meditation on your phone. And just sit in the car, listen to the meditation. Maybe it's an opportunity to have a walk around the block. Just clear your head and not necessarily prioritizing that to-do list for the half hour or hour that you have. Mm, That's a great tip, Jen. (laughs) I like how you added meditation. (laughs) Oh, we both like meditation, don't we? I find it's it's wonderful to just be able to recenter and get my my head out of where we've just been and all the to do lists of the, you know that might have come from that appointment. Oh, now I've got to contact the pediatrician and get that letter of support, yeah. or now I've got to follow up with that person that hasn't emailed me back. Or yeah, yeah, um, plenty to do. So from going on to that self care routine, I think it's really easy to focus on what our children need and put mm. ourselves in the back seat. One of, well, my co-director at Ness is a huge supporter of that self-care side of things. And her favorite saying at the moment is, you can't pour from an empty cup. (laughs) Fill your cup first, and then you have more to give to others, whether that's the kids or even to friends. Yeah, that's beautiful. So maybe even just talk maybe a little bit about Geelong's Carers Connect and I mean this can relate to other areas anywhere else in the world um, because I think that really flows on nicely and for me like that has been something that's really helped me in our family's journey at the moment as well. Uh, I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) I value the group as a parent participating in the group and I I tend not to talk about the business side of things at all. This is a parent's group. Mm. It is not a business promotion group. Um, One of the things I really love about our group is that we're very positively focused. So yes, there's stuff from the past that we can bring forward and kind of go, oh yes, that was really hard, but we don't want to focus on those hardships. We want to look, you know, focus forward and look at where we're heading now. What's the next thing? What's the, and celebrate the wins along the way. I think that's one of the things that our group is really, Mm. really great at. Um, Our parent group at the moment is about 350 people online. Um, We offer a number of different opportunities to connect, whether it's a virtual online catch-up. We've got monthly wines for parents to come along to. They're very casual, easy to attend. And we do weekly coffee catch-ups. It's an hour Pop in for a coffee if it suits you. If it doesn't suit you this week, maybe next week is better. Um, And we also do fortnightly walks just around the Barwon River. Great for those of us who think more clearly while our body is in motion. It's beautiful. I love how you've got the variety of different things that people can, uh, you know, connect with because, you know, some of us would love to go to the coffee catch up, but we're working and, you know, then we've got that night option if we've got a partner who's home with the kids or it's the other way around. Maybe you don't, you're a single parent and you're able to access the coffee time or the walk instead. Um I, th- I just love that there's never any judgment. You just go, you can share if you want to, you don't have to, but it's just different because the people, are, everyone has, understands and there's always someone who's been in the same situation as you. And Correct. it doesn't necessarily offer you advice, but just listens, don't they? And um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll ask if you'd like some advice. They're happy to share 
but it's not that focus, which is beautiful. So yeah, it's something I would recommend to anyone who's in, no matter what it is, um, whether it's a chronic illness or, you know, navigating NDIS to reach out and find some sort of support group, whether it's online or, um, you know, face-to-face and in your region. But I am really aware that, you know, there's regional, you know, cities that or little towns that there's not that group. I know when we had Perthes disease, there wasn't many people in Geelong that had that and it was an online community and that really helped us just reading the different stories and things like that. That's, I, I couldn't agree more. Having access to a group of people who you feel genuinely understood by um, and may offer advice. That's, I guess, our group philosophy is to support each other, not in a bossy kind of, oh, what you need to do is, <laughs> because that's what worked for that person, but really to, um, yeah, to share the journey, yeah, yeah, share definitely. the experience of parenting kids that need that little bit more. Mm, definitely. So if there was someone who's just had some sort of diagnosis or started this process, even if it's just a process of, um, of like obviously autism and they're, they're really in the, re- in the weeds trying to navigate that, is there any tip that you have around that and how they can navigate that It is very overwhelming and mm. a lot of parents that come to the Geelong Carers Connect catch-ups will be in the throes of that overwhelm. And it's not just overwhelm. It's the guilt of why, sometimes it's the guilt of why didn't I get onto this sooner or all the time that I've missed. Please remember to be gentle with yourself. This is a life journey for all of us. We can't be experts in everything. Mm. Um, And sharing your experience and allowing yourself to be vulnerable and be supported by other local community members is really important. From there, you might have those kind of those casual conversations around, oh, this OT is really valuable. Mm -hmm. See if you can get into them. Or I really liked this approach for my child. It might not suit you, but this is what's worked for me. So that that anecdotal sharing is really valuable and one of the things that our group members really appreciate. Mm. And I suppose that's one of the great things about Facebook is the, you know, Facebook groups, there's such a variety of Facebook groups out there that you can be anywhere in the world and be able to jump on and either just observe or ask the questions that you may have. Oh, Jen, thank you so much for those beautiful tips. And so just before we finish, maybe something about your day. What do you do to start your day on the right foot? Or maybe it's at the end of the day. Maybe it's more a routine that you have or a ritual you have before bedtime that you'd like to I share. I have both. I I'd do. Like to share both. I'll go for it. <laughs> I love a coffee in bed before I really wake up. So my husband is a wonderful, caring, nurturing individual, and he'll actually get up at about six, seven o'clock, make us both coffees, and we have them in bed before we start the day. We might have a bit of a chat um, during that time. It's just just beautiful, warm and cozy, warm and cozy, happy days. And then we get up, start the day and do, um, do our getting ready routines. In the end of the day, I love to, sorry to go back to the meditation thing, but I do really value whether it's on the sofa um, and watching the Headspace program. Have you seen this? On yes, Netflix? I have. I have. Wonderful. Yes. Or, um, or the Calm app on my phone and just pop my headphones on, listen to the Calm app. And it just, it empties my mind from all the tasks and duties of the day. And I find that I'm really able to fall asleep quickly and have a restful time. So those are two of the things that I do regularly that help me um, nurture and care for myself. 
Oh, beautiful, Jen. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you for all your tips. So if people want to reach out and connect with you, how can they find you? Oh, you can find us. So for Nest Autism and Disability Services, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, or on the web at nestautismservices.com.au. If you're looking for Geelong Cares Connect, we do not have a web page yet um, or an Instagram page yet, but you can find us on Facebook. Geelong Cares Connect. And that can be anyone. They don't have to be in Geelong, do they? Well, actually, it is a Geelong specific region. Yes, because our focus is connecting local people to local people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much for your time, Jen. And um, I'm sure there will be so many useful tips that people will be able to take away. Oh, I hope so. And Uh, yeah, feel free to be in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Narelle. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your stress, improve your mood and support your immune system, then join me for an introduction to Yin and Nidra Yoga. Over five short 10-minute online lessons, you'll start to feel calmer and more rested. Head to simplyhappy.com.au in the resources section and start today. Mm